0: To another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host and beauty queen best friend Olivia.
1: Thanks, hey everyone! It is me.
0: I I think I've talked previously about saving money, and <laughs> I just want everyone to know that I spent $200 last night. <laughs> oh my god! No. Um,
1: Honestly, though, it, I love that for you.
0: It's for so I'm going to Vegas next month. And obviously I have to buy new outfits. So that's that's the only reason, I swear. Like it's if I wasn't going, I wouldn't have spent the money. So I don't believe that. I feel like but... that just, just No,
1: like <laughs> if that's your truth, then that's your truth. <laughs> it's my
0: truth and I'm going to keep speaking it because that's yeah. how I feel.
1: I love that though. But yeah, I mean, it was payday, so like I don't blame you. But You're going to uh, Vegas, you said, next month?
0: Yeah, so Russell plays in this basketball league every year, and they have a tournament in Vegas. So we just, like, get to go for fun. He basically plays, and then right after, we get ready, and we go out and then do the same thing the next day. So it should be fun. There's, like, a couple friends that are coming with us this time. Um, So I'm excited. That's really cool. I don't know. I feel like I'm going out like a lot more than I usually do, and I'm like literally going out (laughs) tonight. Oh my god! I feel like I'm in my party era.
1: Yeah, you, you, you. I mean, it's post like um, the COVID like pandemic like restrictions, and like you're like catching up from a year of like not being able to do anything. So
0: yeah, I feel that. I had like I just felt so trapped inside for so long, and then we when we went to Coachella, I was like, oh my god. I yeah, I feel like, like you guys are just like life.
1: living your life. Truly. I love that.
0: So yeah, I have a little bit of guilt today because oh, I just actually got a notification that my order shipped. So that's
1: great. <laughs> I love that. It's fate. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But I always have like guilt after I purchase something, even if it's payday, because like I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't be doing that.
1: No, I and I I get that too. It it sucks because I'll complain like all week that like all all two weeks after like I get paid. I'm like, I have no money. I'm so poor. I just need to get paid to pay off my credit card and I'm not gonna spend any money. And then as soon as I get paid, I'm like, oh but I need this. I'm just gonna go to Target and I'm not gonna spend any money, but maybe like a hundred or two hundred dollars after I leave.
0: Yeah, it's okay. fine. And then like I would catch myself going to Trader Joe's and spending like seventy five dollars on food that I didn't really need. Because Trader Joe's honestly doesn't like have like meals. They have like appetizers and like snacks and fun little things to eat. It's like this, this isn't going to get me through the week. I didn't tell
1: you what happened to me at Trader Joe's the other day.
0: It okay.
1: okay, nothing makes me more mad than when the cashier is commenting on the things that I'm buying.
0: Oh, my Like,
1: God. nothing makes me... So I went into Trader Joe's because I want my little treats. Like, I deserve my little, like, treats here and there. I love the M&Ms, and I prefer them over the normal M&Ms. Like, I I don't know. I have a sweet tooth. I have a really bad sweet tooth. And we were passing by, and I told Emily, hey, I want to stop because I want to get the alotta dip that you introduced me to. Um And I was like, yeah, let's just get some like little snacks I have here and there in the house. And so we went in and I got the elote dip and I bought some other stuff. And then we were checking out and he was like, oh, what's all this like junk food for? And I was like, huh? He was like, yeah, what are all these snacks for? And I'm like, and he was like, you guys are having fun. Or he said something weird. And I'm like, can you literally not comment on the things that I'm buying? Cause I already kind of feel guilty, but also, Don't do that. Like that upset me so much.
0: They do that so often at Trader Joe's because they're trying to like be relatable. They're like, oh, someone's eating good tonight, and I'm Um, like, I know. Okay, yeah, I guess I am.
1: Just ring me up and leave me alone. Yeah, just
0: just click it. Just type (laughs) on your little computer, put it in the bag, and thank you.
1: Thank you. What did you buy? Like, what kind of clothing items did you end up getting?
0: Um. So I got a pair of heels. Um, Which I don't have I literally don't ever wear heels and then I bought two outfits they're both like sets but I decided that I would like to wear pants because I want to be comfortable and I feel like wearing a dress or a skirt there's always that fear of like it lifting up or being harassed at the club because that's you know very common in Vegas for someone to cop a feel on you so I felt like I would be safer in a pair of pants.
1: Yeah, that seems reasonable. Something a reasonable thing to do. But um, yeah, that's cute. You sent me some of the pants, um, and I like them a lot.
0: Yeah, I sent you what I was, what I got, and the heels that I got are four inches. So I will be six one with them on. Oh my god! Just me, <laughs> just me stomping around Vegas as six <laughs> one.
1: Have you? Are you like comfortable in heels? Can you like actually walk in them? I, yeah,
0: I can walk in them comfortably. Okay,
1: I don't think I've ever tried any on. To be honest, you can Which try my experience. When you come. Yeah, with my big ass feet, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking break your heel. But okay, <laughs> my feet. Okay, so I have the issue with my feet, right? Because my feet aren't just like they're not just big. They're like wide. They're wide. So like I can't just. Like, I can probably wear, like, a size eight shoes in, like, men. But I have to wear, like, three sizes higher because of how wide my foot is. So, like, it's a struggle. So, like, yeah. So, I'm, like, so close to having flat foot, but I don't. But, um yeah, it's really funny. Because, like, I I literally – the only place that I can probably find heels that are my size is, like, if I were to go to, like, a Payless or something. And go to the 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 last section, like all the way in the back of like the biggest size shoes, and they have like heels there. But um, yeah, I've never tried them on.
0: That's discrimination. I feel like it, tr- it truly. You is. know, we should have a wide range of shoe sizes for all feet. And I think that's we should make a
1: shoe company. We should make a high fashion shoe company yeah. that supports all genders and gender expressions and doesn't discriminate.
0: We have sizes one to.
1: 70,000
0: I feel like nobody I mean there's some tall ass people that have big feet but like when I right that's fucked up that when I think about how big my
1: feet are I'm like you know what Paris Hilton is a queen with big feet and that's all I need to know
0: honestly think about it like most supermodels were like a size 10 or 11 so yeah keep that in your mind it when just
1: mean means I'm more great. powerful. It means I have a it means I have a head start if I'm ever getting chased. Yeah,
0: exactly. You, know? you have like, like more of a trajectory that you can cover <laughs> with your <friends>. my... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. I need your help for something. Okay. So, my other friend Alice, my other best friend is visiting and we're going out tonight and she's single so she can do whatever the fuck she wants obviously. Me on the other hand, Men don't have a reason to be talking to me. So I like to create an alter ego while I'm out so that I can lie to them because I get enjoyment out of lying to people that I don't know that are bothering me when I'm just having a good time with my friends. So I need your help coming up with an identity. Oh, my God. Tonight. I love this. I, so I'm thinking I want my name to be Francesca.
1: Francesca? But I go by Frankie okay. for short. Okay, I love that. I wanna name my yeah. daughter Frankie. That's good.
0: Wait, that's cute. Okay. Yeah. So that's what my name's gonna be. And I'm thinking I wanna be a social media influencer Ooh. marketing manager for Set Active, which is a clothing brand, an athleisure brand that's based in Los Angeles. Because I feel like I have enough comprehensive knowledge about the company for how many times I've bought from there to like know right. what I'm talking about if they ask me a real question. So that's what I'm workshopping for my identity tonight.
1: We we should contact the Spotify people we're in touch with and just ask them any marketing oh questions. Wait, They're I'm like, just okay, going to take, take Zoe's this. identity. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Zoe. We're actually Sorry, just <laughs> morphing gauge into you. Just I'll like, just- yeah, I just like came back from like this like crazy traveler's trip. Um, we went all the way to like Mars and <laughs> like to like really represent what Setactive active has accomplished.
0: Yeah, so. we really just want to make sure aliens feel represented in our brand as well. So that's <laughs> right, what we're right. on right now.
1: I love that. Here's some pictures, and like you're like photoshopped yeah. in the fucking space. <laughs> okay, I think I think that's all great. Okay, I think you have a good head start. I think you should. How much money do you make as the um, marketing? I'm definitely a six figure girl. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I own my own condo in downtown.
1: Oh, that's um, good. But like overlooking over Skid Row, like, or like a little away from that.
0: Overlooking Skid Row, obviously. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah, and I also have a timeshare in the Bahamas.
1: So. Oh, I love a good timeshare.
0: Yeah. I will I let think... everybody know how it goes next week. Once I, I got. Yeah,
1: yeah. You have to make sure to include your PJ, um, and how you share your your private jet with the Kardashians. I think that's. That's good. Yeah. Maybe you lease Taylor Swift's private right. jet.
0: I actually helped Kim Kardashian design the interior of her new private jet.
1: Yeah, with right. Seth, I helped her uh, pick Seth the interior. Brandon. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You have to like throw in one person to make you like, like, oh yeah, I know this person. Like casually in the conversation. Like, who's like um, kind of like big in the in LA scene? That's not like oh the God. Kardashians. Haley Bieber that's the one I'm gonna say you
0: know the like the glazed donut nails that everyone's getting nowadays I was with her when she made up that idea and I helped her name it so I like this you can all thank me for the trend
1: Mm -hmm. and is this oh I guess Gage is just or I mean Alice is just gonna be her her single self
0: she can just be whoever she wants because that's true you guys can be sisters oh my god yeah we're sisters Last time we went out, some guy came up to us and he was like, "Are you guys sisters?" And we looked at each other because I'm sorry, we don't look anything alike. No, not even remotely close. No, but we ran with it because it's fun. It's so fun to lie, honestly. just to lie to drunk people. It's hilarious.
1: I love that. I I think yeah. I think that's a. I think you have to let me know how it goes because I will. It seems like a you have a good starting place.
0: It's all gonna go downhill once they ask me to tell me their Instagram. I'm gonna be like, well, oh my God. I don't really have one because my. Just link them to the Girlish work...
1: Podcast.
0: Oh yeah. I'll do that. I'm oh page. yeah. Your,
1: your, your personal brand can't conflict with the, the company's brand, so they don't let you have yeah,
0: one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah. I work around so much social media that it's just an overload for me that I, I need a break and I just can't have it on myself.
1: Literally, queen of acting.
0: Yeah. I should have been an actor, to be honest.
1: Actually, you were an actor, but you just had to retire because you felt like this big screen was, like, too much for you. Like, you yeah. wanted to be one of the people behind the scenes helping make everything happen.
0: Yeah. I was an actor yeah. for 21 years. <laughs> I actually played a male, um, but yeah. I, I retired just because it was really, like, taxing on my mental
1: But you're life. also only 18 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I snuck into the club. <laughs> right, right. Because of my connections. <laughs>
1: right i love that <laughs> yeah. okay that all works out i'm 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 digging this
0: yeah oh so that's God. what i'm doing tonight um, good luck with that thank you what's been going on with you what are you doing um
1: i'm i'm just living um you said that you're going to vegas next month i'm going to la next month i was going to talk about it last episode but we talked for like an hour before we got into anything no, we we just did not stop it was a fun episode. Everyone was commenting urination. So they, they watched. They listened to the whole thing.
0: Are our fans called the Urination?
1: <laughs> the Urination. I love yeah, that. Because Honestly. The
0: Urination.
1: I I was really mad that you said that because I, I didn't think comments...
0: anyone would do that, but they did.
1: <laughs> I mean, all of our comments in our YouTube video were just urination. So I'm like, oh my God, um, anyone just like coming and watching this video is gonna be like, what the fuck yeah. is happening? But honestly, I'm 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 in it now. Everyone is the we we have it's our collective of the urinations and our yeah. yeah, it's like the what is it, BTS Army, it's the urination. And then each individual person is a urinal.
0: We should fight the BTS yeah. army. and see who
1: wins. No, we shouldn't.
0: <laughs> no, we wouldn't. No, no, I would no, literally no, end up in tears. No.
1: Literally, no. Peace yeah. and love to the BTS army. Yeah, let's forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So I'm going to LA next month because I'm getting another tattoo. My birthday is the 23rd. So it's a little birthday trip for me. And I'm only going for a day because I was able to snag an appointment with an artist there that I like, the artist that did this piece. And I have this hand tattoo that I got from New York, like last year. And so they do, the person in LA does uh, freehand stuff. So I thought it'd be cool to kind of get this hand in like black ink that kind of is similar, but in their style. So it'll be cool. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out. And I'm excited for it, so it'll be a fun trip. I told Emily I want to stay by the water because okay. I just the vibe will be nice, you know.
0: That's cute, and it's just for a day, so you guys could find like a cute little place for a day to stay. Yeah, where, for sure. We're
1: staying the 19th through the 24th. so it's a two nights. We're going to be there, um, and yeah, we have to. Our flight to LA is at 6 a.m. That's so, disgusting. but I have TSA pre-check now. So like, maybe okay, we can get there pre-check. a little earlier. Yeah, the fucking I applied for TSA pre-check whenever we were going to the Spotify event. And then they wouldn't take my birth certificate because my birth certificate is 25 years old. Uh, I mean, 18 years old. Sorry. <laughs> but no my birth certificate obviously is my age and like the paper is like sh- pretty shitty and they wouldn't accept it so i had to drive an hour all the way to fife washington and um they they returned me down so then i had to like go back uh whenever i i had a i spent like 60 dollars to expedite a new um birth certificate but now i have tsa pre-check so it'll be fun i get to see you which would be will be nice. We can get some yeah, like, we have to go to or dinner. But
0: yeah, I'm excited. Some, uh, I'm excited yeah. for you. Every time I see you, I just want more tattoos. So I'm living vicariously <laughs> through you until I can actually get my own.
1: I think we have to get a tattoo together. We have to like. Sca- it doesn't have to be the same one, but like yeah. we just have to. We just have to go. If you find an artist or anything, we can like we can go together, and for, I will sure. get whatever. I'm at the point where it doesn't matter anymore because I'm already felt. So it's like, just put whatever on me and I'm ready for it.
0: I have so many ideas that I want to do, but it's just like a lot of effort to find the artist that could bring your vision to life. And then they're expensive. And I'm assuming in LA, the wait times are probably really long. So Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a whole ordeal, but I definitely want more.
1: Tattoo artists intimidate me like a lot. And so every time I find an artist, I always have to find like the artist that's like queer artists. I look. Why just, are like, they always
0: so attractive?
1: Yeah, honestly, like especially the it gay ones. You're just like, 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 like you're just like, it just like is a, so I always look for like the queer artists because I just feel comfortable and I feel like they all acknowledge what consent is. And, like, how yeah. to really work with you. Because I feel like a lot of tattoo artists, especially the older ones, they're just like, no, this is going to look better. Trust me. And, like, they just kind of guilt you into something you don't want by the end of it. But a lot of the artists I go to are very, like, you know, they, they try and work with you. They they The person that did this hand tattoo was like, I'm going to be moving your hand throughout. But every time I do, I'll be asking for your consent. I just want you to feel comfortable. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I've never had this, like, That's so someone's... Sweet. Yeah, just saying, like, like every time he would move my hand, he was like, "Okay, I am gonna pick up your hand. I am gonna, like, I am gonna, like, touch it right here." And it was like, "Whoa, like, this is like so cool," because like no other artist is like that. But, um, but yeah, they're just like, there is this artist on TikTok that I saw, and like he for no business, he just like started the TikTok, and his legs were open, and I am like, "Okay, I know what you are doing right now. You are just thirst trapping everyone." And then it's a cute yeah. TikTok with him making like a really good like, tattoo. But they're all – yeah, they're, they're also like, attractive. I mean, they're,
0: like, holding on to you and sometimes they're, like, leaning up on you in weird angles. And it's – it does feel kind of weird, like, an awkward at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I totally get Yeah. That.
1: Oh, my God. One time I was getting a tattoo on the back of my arm and so they had to do this. And so they were leaning over me and my hand was, like, like out, like, like this. And so, like, it was, like, touching – my hand would, like, jerk because of, like, it was hitting nerves – so my hand was like kind of shaking and um, I was like touching their arm. And I was like, I hope they don't think I'm a <laughs> fucking weirdo. Cause like, I'm like, it just, cause it's a very personal, like close thing. And so yeah. like, I don't know how to be like, I'm, I'm sorry if that's like, I wasn't meaning to, I hope I don't like come off weird, of but I'm always so intimidating. Cause I'm like, want to be their friend and like, it's like a weird thing. Like I, I get like really obsessed yeah. with like these artists cause I'm like, you're so cool. I love your art. So I'm excited to get um, this tattoo um and yeah i'm i think it'll be a okay, fun just, trip yeah. overall yeah i know so yeah i'm trying to think what else has happened recently oh i've talked about this before in the past but um we've or i'm a part of my my work we have an employee inclusion network and i'm a co-chair for the pride uh network and we actually launched our first event which I feel like I've been kind of putting in the back burner a little bit because I've been so focused on like girlish and stuff. And I really haven't had time to focus on like putting like an actual event together. But we finally, like the, the other co-chairs, we got together and we scheduled a date and it was yesterday. And it was, I think the best thing to happen to me in a really long time. I didn't realize how much I needed that because a part of me felt like, Oh, I, Because I'm a co-chair, I felt like I just had to put an event together, and I was like, you know what, I have to put this event together. It'll be a cute thing, whatever, and then it'll be done. But like when I when we actually put it together, we like we all told our coming out stories, and like we had like a collective of people from the company, you know, get together and just have a discussion, talk, and it was supposed to be something for us to find community in. And I called it that, and I you know, and I advertised that as that to everyone. But I guess I didn't even like think about me and finding a community for me, and so whenever we all sat down and we started talking, and everyone just started like riffing off one or one another, and we all started talking, I was like, "Oh my god, I needed this! It was like therapeutic." I was like, "Whoa!" Like, I like I, I didn't stop to think of how it would affect me, and I thought that was really cool. So, uh, we yeah we put our first event together. And, uh, one thing that stood out to me that I feel like that like really got to me that I like, I've never, I haven't had this happen to me in a long time where I was just like stunned. I was like, whoa, um, there was a person in the group, um, I'm not going to say their name or anything, but there was a person in the group who has definitely more experience living their life, like a part of the community. Uh, he's gay and, um, and is just very confident and knows who he is. He, I feel like he's had to deal with probably just the worst shit in his life, but like he's super confident and very well spoken and knows how to like um, express his his feelings. Um, and yeah, and so we were talking about like transitioning and like how people think it's a social contagion. And you know, I love me my stats, right? I love I love me talking about like you know that's not even true. Um, we were, I was just talking about how people think that kids are being indoctrinated and like that's not even true because statistically like that's not even happening. There's like less people transitioning every year. Like I kind of mentioned whatever I talked about on the podcast. And then after I said that, he like stopped me and he was like, but why does it matter? He was like 50% of people can be trans one day. Like why does that matter? And like he wasn't saying it to be rude to me. But like the way that he like phrased it was like, you know, it just I, I felt like it caught me in like internal transphobia that I had about myself of like I'm trying to justify why being trans isn't like a contagion. I'm trying to justify why um, being tra- like people aren't trying to be trans instead of me accepting that people are trans and like if more people are trans and who cares, it doesn't matter, even if the stats were the opposite of what they are. Like, it doesn't need to matter because, um, this whole idea of gender that we have is just so like, like it's so black and white that like, I don't know, it doesn't need to matter. I don't know the way that he phrased it. I just kind of stood there and I was like, whoa, like you got me. And I haven't felt got in a long time, but it was like very therapeutic. And I was like, okay, I needed this. I didn't know how much I needed this, but I needed this. And so, yeah, I, I love that.
0: When you were talking about it yesterday, you sounded really happy about how it went. Mm-hmm. So that's so cool because I feel like everybody should have a community or a group of people that they can talk about stuff like that with. But when it's specifically within your company, I feel like that is really valuable because most people feel scared to talk about that kind of thing in the workplace just because you never know what could happen. You don't know the political affiliation of your co-workers or how they feel about gay people or trans people so I think it's really cool that you have that community at work and you're like basically the head of it or almost the head of it
1: yeah it was it was it was insane because there was people there that even felt like I could see within them that they needed this and everyone there kind of had a story to tell And by the end of it, we went over the hour we were supposed to go, and we were just talking. And I was like, "This is like this is community. Like I like this, and it's good to have that support too." Because I had um, one of the heads of HR, like one of the people that work in HR, wanted to share the podcast to the company, and was asking me if, if if she could. And I was like, "You know what? Like I think that's a good idea." But I'm also worried because we talk openly about, you know what? I don't want to we talk openly about someone that my company has a sort of connection with. And, um, but that person that we talk about um, has said transphobic things. So we talk about it for a reason. And um, I told her how I was worried about it. But she was, and she was like, yeah, like I can understand. If, if you don't want me to share it, we don't have to. But I'm proud of the podcast and I'm proud of the things we talk about. So obviously I was like, no, go for it. Just share it. It's fine. I'm not going to think about it too much because at the end of the day, if I get in trouble for something that I truly believe in for something that my company has said they supported, like what, like that's, you know, our rights, LGBT rights. And obviously we, I'm a co-chair for the pride EIN. Like I should be setting an example of standing up for maybe things that are not the most, you know, things that aren't right. Right. So um, yeah. So she ended up sharing it and, It makes me happy because I was kind of bringing it up to other people within the group, within my fellow co-chairs, and we all were able to kind of talk about, you know, how we feel about, like, these people that say transphobic things that, you know, might kind of tie in with our our company and just kind of, like, you know, feel that out. And it was, like, nice to have that community. So I think it's really great to have within the company to even just, like, talk about things like that, that you might feel like everyone is just, like, silenced because they have to be but whenever you're able to break down those walls and talk about those things that might be affecting you, then I'm like, okay, like it this is really cool. And so I recommend if anyone else is in a company to advocate for these types of things because it's like really important to have.
0: I feel like my company could definitely benefit from a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they I feel like they they do acknowledge gender and sexuality like we get a generic pride letter that comes out every year, but it's <laughs> really very email. yeah, it's very surface level. So you're really an icon within your company, like doing big things. I'm so proud I
1: like of you. it. Yeah, thanks. It feels like I'm an I'm an equal with everyone too. When I started the the meeting, I was like, I want it to be I don't want it to be structured. I want us to just kind of talk because I don't want to feel like I'm like in charge of anyone or I'm hosting this thing. Like I want us to just be like. Sitting here, we're just talking, and it felt like that. So, I, I'm I think
0: that was awesome, but yeah, yeah. love it. Speaking of community, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but YouTube appears to really be enjoying us.
1: Oh my god, like which is yes. so
0: unexpected to me because I feel like we've been putting so much focus on spotify and anchor obviously because they have reached out to us they have been helping us a lot and inviting us to events and giving us these opportunities but like our youtube videos i feel like we get the most engagement based on youtube so it's really funny hi youtube
1: YouTube. (laughs) it's really funny because like who would have thought that an audience we cultivated on YouTube would want to see our podcast Uh. (laughs) on YouTube. Like, who would have thought, right? I was, like, thinking in
0: my head, like, this must be fate. Like, oh, my God, we used to be YouTubers, and now we're, like, getting back into it. Like, duh, bitch. Most of the people that follow us (laughs) literally watch our YouTube videos. So what's not clicking in my head?
1: Not us having... Like, you have more than 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. (laughs) And, like... (laughs) And, like, Nana's thinking, like, actually, let's change platforms altogether. Like, yeah, of course. But, like, obviously, like, YouTube also has, like, an algorithm that, like, recommends videos to people. So I all I have to do is really put trans in the title. And whether people hate us or, like, like, want to shit on us or, like, want support and, like, finding, like, trans related videos, I feel like it's a great tool for videos to be recommended to people and for Mm -hmm. them to click on and wanting to watch the podcast so yeah, we've been like getting cr- I think within the past like week we got like a hundred subscribers. Like we like That's have truly like like I feel like lifted off and I'm I'm super excited about it. We're I think currently at like six hundred over six hundred subscribers. And literally just like a week, week and a half ago, we were at we just hit five hundred. So like I'm yeah. like I'm super shocked by that. And it just I can feel the momentum of it. I posted a reel last night that got like a ton of views. Within like the night, it got like fifteen hundred views. Like I'm just like, it's crazy. So I think yeah. we're like it feels good because I feel like people and so much support. Everyone's loving the show. So I, I like that.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And also speaking of support, we did want to give a special shout out to somebody, Miss Queen Erica. If you're listening to this, we were talking before we started filming and we noticed that she's supporting us on Anchor and on Patreon, which we honestly don't pay any attention to. So, Erica, if you're listening to this, we both appreciate you so much the fact that you're willing to support us on two different platforms is kind of crazy to me. Like, yes. Queen, honestly. Queen,
1: Erica. It like it means the world to us, especially when people are using like the Anchor function like because Anchor is like great because I think all the money that is like supported through Anchor like goes directly to us which is like really great. And it, and it just is a nice platform for us to be able to like, you know, obviously stay connected with anchor and and be able to work through that. But, um, yeah, if you guys are interested in supporting us, like queen Erica, please just head over to our anchor page and then just click the support button. And hopefully one day that might be enough for me to like actually afford rent and move to a city closer to Gage.
0: I was saying this is like our move Olivia to LA fund. If you want to support I know. <laughs> us, this is like what it is for, so we can actually be together.
1: Yes, I know. I feel like this is going to be like the good first steps of the podcast, and I and I can see us growing. Reddit has been like enjoying our content. TikTok's been a little slow. Come on, TikTok. We if just need will... that
0: one good video to blow this. Yeah, out, and we're we're good to go. <laughs>
1: I've been posting, even if they don't do well on our, like, TikTok page, I've been posting them on my personal TikTok, because I have, like, 2,000 followers on on TikTok, and so I've been okay, trying to, like, talker. promote it, and, like, yeah, I'm, like, so famous. I didn't
0: even know, like, you made TikToks, am I fake? Yeah.
1: Well, I, I did a tattoo one, and it got, like, 70,000 likes or something like oh. that, where I talked about a tattoo, and, yeah, but, um, <laughs> so I I recommend that everyone goes follow us on TikTok and all of our platforms and like our shorts.
0: Yeah. So as a whole, thank you, everybody who's been supporting us, especially like like we said on YouTube, which isn't really that much of a surprise considering we came from YouTube. But it's just really fun to see that people, I guess it's a compliment to know that people enjoy seeing us interact with each other as opposed to just listening to us talk. Um, but we do have the option, obviously, on Spotify or anywhere else that you listen, if you just want to hear the audio version. But I love that we started doing video versions; it just adds a new level, and we can actually like, interact with each other.
1: Yeah, we talked about it on the on the panel too. Whenever we we're at Spotify, why this video functioning was so good, and it's just nice to be able to see you and mm-hmm. actually have that communication. I think that's why people value it. So, yeah. yes.
0: Yes, so I think this is a good point for us to jump over to our pop culture segment, which I am so excited to talk about. It's you guys are gonna scream So I don't know if anybody has heard of this, but there is a new app that's coming out. I think it's in like early early stages so, You can sign up for early access, but it's a new dating app called The Right Stuff, and this app is different from all the others because, first of all, it's invite only, so very exclusive. Only the most hottest and eligible bachelors and bachelorettes will be on it, but it's also for conservatives so that conservatives can find love. That's the mission statement of the the app. What are your thoughts on it?
1: I think, obviously, it was, it was you know, it was about time that, you know, white people could just be with white people. Like, I'm tired of white people not being able to just swipe and not yeah. see any other race besides white people. Like, I just can't believe that white people wouldn't have that option. They but... need
0: something just for them, and it's here. So I'm Honestly,
1: helping. though, like... Obviously, this is so stupid, and I, I think it's going to – it's like a breeding ground for racism and things of that nature to occur and happen. So, But I think it's like, honestly, if they want to just fuck off somewhere else, but, you know, it weeds out the waters more for the people that yeah. just don't want to just, like, be around with those types of people or date those types of people. But what are honestly. your thoughts? The marketing for it is incredible.
0: So I actually wanted to read the website as my dramatic reading this week because <laughs> I I feel like I just have to read it because uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just hilarious. So I'm on the website, like I said. So I'm just going to read you guys the synopsis of what this app is really for. Dramatic readings with girlish The right stuff was created for conservatives to connect in an authentic and meaningful way. Other dating apps have gone woke. We bring people together with shared values and similar passions. This is a dating app for the right wing. Quit swiping, scrolling, and trolling the wrong people. There are people out there that are just like you. Discover other conservatives. Connect with people who aren't offended by everything. Getting back to normal. View profiles without pronouns. Your next match is here. Less talking, more dating. Connect with people who you'll like and find the right match. If you're single and not on this app, then you're not conservative. Sorry, that was so beautiful. sneeze it's just like connect with people who aren't offended by everything
1: what like that was so funny to me because the whole like like connect with people who aren't offended and it's like why are you making a whole separate dating app like if you're not offended by the dating apps that are currently in existence like i'm just like really confused at like this whole like Oh, we're going to create a dating app because we um, are offended that there isn't a Christian or a conservative dating app. Like, I think that
0: that doesn't make any fucking sense in that little fucking pea brain of yours. And who else is tired of pronouns? Like scrolling and you have to see people be she, her, he, him. That's so annoying. It's such a big nuisance. So I'm (laughs) so glad that we can go somewhere where like I don't have to look at that. it sounds like they're offended right it does it sounds like the app was created by people who were offended but it's being marketed as an app that's for people that don't get offended
1: right it's the same people that say like like we don't have freedom of speech anymore but then get mad when people want to display pronouns like or like try and make trans people non exist or like ban Mm -hmm. books that talk about like lgbt related issues or black history like it's the same type of like rhetoric of like free speech doesn't exist, yet they want to, they're the ones that are trying to get free speech, like whatever, gone from this country. It's, it doesn't fit their narrative, like this Chris, Christian, white, nationalist, conservative, and it's annoying.
0: And there's actually another layer to this, which makes it even more hilarious. So the app, like I said, it's still kind of in development, but it's being backed by a investor named peter thiel who's a gay billionaire and a conservative activist he's backed it with 1.5 million dollar investment and like i said he's a gay man and he can't use the app because the app is only for straight people there's no options for any other way to identify other than straight
1: i i love that so there's that just like that sums it up so much like like the fact that when, when people that are, that are part of like these marginalized communities want to like support these conservative people, like what they're inevitably doing is creating less rights for them. It's like Christian or like gay conservatives make no sense because it's like these conservatives want to like make you not have rights and like you're supporting them. And I think this is such a perfect example of him being the one who's backing this app and is not able to use the app like that is insane
0: yeah he's giving 1.6 million dollars of his own money to this app that he can't even use or people in his community can't even use and i mean at the end of the day everybody can come to their own conclusions they can have their own political affiliations do whatever believe in whatever but for me personally I would feel some type of way if the group that I was advocating for and felt like I was a part of created a dating app that's like the epitome of the conservative experience, and my identity wasn't even taken into consideration when they were making it, and I can't even use it. So, like, do what you will, but I don't know. I don't it's think they if, have your back, babe.
1: They would literally if they get the op- if they get the chance, they would literally not want you alive you would not be alive you would not exist (laughs) i like it's annoying because the app like i want it so bad i want to download oh my god yeah
0: we were saying we wanted to create accounts and just like see what's out there see if we can snag some conservative men but it's invite only and i don't know we don't fit the demographic when i was looking through the web page literally all of the pictures of the models were white which neither of us are. So I don't even know if that's also a a prerequisite to get in. Like it's called the right stuff, but is it really the white stuff? Is that what they, they really want?
1: Right. I'm like worried that like, like if one of us, like, you know, I think we can pass well enough for us to like, you know, like send a picture and be like, yeah, let us on the app. But um, I'm wondering if they're going to be like, you guys, like, mm, there's a little tint to your skin color. But if anyone has access and want to, wants to invite us to the app, <laughs> please. So there is like a you can like sign up for it on like on their website. So we did just get an email. Um, oh, yeah. So the email we just got it's not like any access to it, but it says, oh. "Thanks for signing up. Great dates are coming your way. Stay tuned. We launched <laughs> so this excited. fall. In the meanwhile, follow us." I am like, uh. could you imagine though? <laughs> oh, we we obviously had to make up a name. So we're um, Gage, Olivia White, for the -hmm. the white stuff, you know. So I think it's perfect. If you guys have a better name that you think would be funny to, like, go by on this app, let me know, and then I can change it. But I think think that's a perfect white woman name. And I'll have to, like, watch them make us, like, upload, like, an ID or something for verification. Because if that's the case, I can just Photoshop the great ID. Like, I know I can get my ass in there. Like, (laughs) I'll figure it out.
0: This is the start of an undercover project. Like we are actually going undercover to get onto this app. And hopefully one day we can actually share and get the inside scoop as to what's going on in there.
1: It asked us what my zip code was. And I'm, I'm born and like raised from South Carolina. And so like, I, I know like my, my like hometown is like, where five of the South Carolina senators were from. So like, oh, this is perfect. I have to put like my zip code from um, from there. And so yeah. hopefully we'll see what happens.
0: My final thought on this is that I think it's interesting that there's an app for like conservative men because I feel like most of them are already on Grinder, So I don't <laughs> really know why exactly they need something else. Like they already found their community, you know? But I don't know. That's oh, my saying. God.
1: That's so fucking funny. Oh, my God. Literally. That's none of my business. That's none of your business. Yeah.
0: That's none of my business.
1: That's, that's so funny. With that being said, if you guys do have any way to get access, if your parents have an account or something like that, and parents. you can just, like, send a referral link, just please, just the girlish podcast at gmail.com. Uh, again that's girlish at gmail.com please feel free to send us an invite we would love absolutely. to take part in communicating with some of these people
0: absolutely you've and... done something
1: like this before in the past right where you like you tested waters on different like dating apps and seeing how people felt about trans identities
0: I had a youtube ch- a youtube video i think it's still up where i i downloaded tinder and i disclosed that i was trans one day and then didn't the next day to see like how different the responses would be or how many more likes I would get and I got so many more likes when I didn't say anything about being trans so yeah you could find that video somewhere on my channel if you're curious enough about yeah
1: so I think that would be a fun experiment to have yeah and it'd be cool to maybe if like upload as a separate video if we do get access so oh definitely that'd be cool all right it's good to keep in mind (laughs)
0: Yeah, so there is a topic. We actually do have a main topic this episode instead of just randomly talking for 45 minutes. Um, We wanted to talk about like personal style, especially dressing, I guess, at the beginning of your transition and the evolution of how you evolve during your transition and how to dress for your body type. Because I feel like one of the most asked questions I get is like, how do I present myself more feminine at the beginning of my transition? Or what do I do? What do I buy? What do I wear? Do you have any tips on like how to dress or where to shop? And I thought that would be an interesting thing for us to talk about because we were just literally talking about how you kind of wanted to like reinvent your own personal style. And, you know, it's it's something that's constantly evolving. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about it like from the trans perspective and like, actually dressing to be comfortable and not necessarily just to be trendy.
1: Yeah. And I know that cis people also deal with this kind of feeling of every now and then, they're just like, I want to change up my style completely. I want to change in how I dress completely. My partner, she says, and she, I mean, we both kind of vent about it all the time, but there is like a different level with trans people of like really trying to find that comfort zone of like, what is the kind of clothes that I want to wear that I feel confident in, that I feel that I love to be in. And especially in the beginning of your transition, it can be hard to really find how you want to dress. I dress way different than I did when I first started transitioning. Um even like within the past like two years, I dress completely different. Like finding your style, I feel like it's like a it's gonna be a flow throughout your life and trying to find what looks best for you. But I do struggle. Like the other day I messaged you and I was like, I literally I need to throw away all my clothes and I need to start over because I hate how, I hate all my clothes. I hate it all. And so I feel like I'm even the one reaching out to you because I feel like you have a good understanding of fashion that, um, that like, I just, uh, I appreciate. And you're always the one to share the clothes that you have. Cause Emily was even telling me the other day how whenever we went to your apartment and we were swimming or she was swimming with you how she was like, I like your bathing suit. And you're like, thanks. It's from this, this, this. And then like, you're just very much like wanting to share like the places you get your clothes from and like be an advocate, I guess, for fashion. And I think that's cool. So I think it's, this is be a cool topic to kind of bring up.
0: Yeah. I feel like there's a struggle. I Most people want to be somewhat trendy, like you see what everybody else is wearing, and you're like, oh, I want to wear something similar to that, which is perfectly fine. But when you're trans, you have to take into account that you might not be comfortable wearing things that are trendy, or you might not feel comfortable showing specific body parts off that other people are showing. And social media is kind of a fucked up place to shop, because all of the models have perfect Hourglass bodies and what something looks like on the model is not necessarily what it's going to look like on you. So, for me, I think you can obviously still look for trends and dress the way that you want as long as you're comfortable with it. But the biggest thing for me when I first started to realize how I like to dress and what my personal style is, is I started to learn how to dress for my body shape. Everybody has a different body shape. Some people have like a pear-shaped body. Some people are round. Some people are triangular. And I think the most important thing is to figure out what you have and how to accentuate your insecurities and hide your insecurities because it's like, I don't know. It just made me feel so much more comfortable going out in public knowing that I felt comfortable with what I was wearing. And the worst feeling that you could have is to go out wearing something just because it's trendy but you are incredibly uncomfortable like wearing a dress or spaghetti straps when you have insecurities regarding your shoulders or you're insecure about your legs and you're wearing a skirt like there's there's really no point to put something on if it's going to make you uncomfortable so for me like my biggest tip is just to learn how to dress for your body and what you're comfortable with and then after that you can find trendy pieces that fall in line with what works for you.
1: Yeah. And um, I find that I struggle with with that so much with being able to like find clothes that I feel confident in because I feel like the style of clothing that I want to wear, I'm like, I want to change my my, my wardrobe up completely. And I want to feel like I want to be like super, super femme and all this stuff. But I know that if I were to buy those clothes, There's no way that I'd feel confident wearing them and comfortable. And a lot of it is like, you know, self love and having to kind of get through that and understand that maybe the insecurities that you have aren't actually valid. They're just kind of in your head and you have to like learn how to like love your yourself the way that you, you, you are. But then there are things like your body shape, like you're saying that like is shaped a certain way. And there are silhouettes that like within like fashion can look, you know, great on you and that you might not even explore because you feel like you have to maybe look like the thinnest model and like the the most like trendy magazine And you feel like you need to dress like this and you're bringing it up the other day about like low-waisted jeans and how like that are like low-rise jeans and how like that's in trend again for some yeah. reason
0: I don't know that trend. it needs to stop and i feel like i i'm a pants girl i love wearing pants i will wear pants on any occasion Unless I'm like going to a wedding or something. Like literally, I'm, wear, I'm wearing pants to Vegas. I'm not wearing a dress. I'm not wearing any skirts. So the fact that like, I guess, oversized or wide leg pants are trendy right now, it just worked out really well for me. Because I'm really insecure about my shoulders. And I feel like when I wear pants, it kind of evens out my silhouette. Especially if they're wider at the bottom. Um, so yeah, that's just something that I've always been insecure about. So I learned that I like wearing pants. I don't know why I spent so many years wearing skinny jeans because it just really didn't work for me. And I look back and it's so cringy to see what I was wearing because I was like so uncomfortable the entire time, but skinny jeans were Trendy back then, which is why I wore them. But if I just figured out that I like wearing looser pants earlier on, my life would have been so much easier. And I probably wouldn't have spent that much money on clothes that I didn't actually like because they made me feel uncomfortable.
1: I feel you on the skinny jeans like part because I, I wore when I first started transitioning, I wore skinny jeans because obviously they're everywhere, they're very in style. And um, they were easily accessible. Like I was able to get them at any Forever Twenty One, um, any H H&M, and was able any to get Shien. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was able to just like, hop in and just like grab my two dollar pairs of pants and like walk out. But um, yeah, looking back, my family has giant calves for no fucking reason, and like my my legs are just like really, especially because I like to run and and you know exercise. Um, so like, I just have like really big calf muscles. So skinny pants just like look odd on me. My body shape just, it'll like curve in like weird places. So finding looser fitting pants, like cuter slacks, which you introduced me to recently. Cause I like, I struggle so much, especially with pants, like finding ones that like I feel comfortable in. Um, I like have one pair of pants that I just wear all the time and it's because they're like looser fitting. They don't like really contour like my like my areas that I feel like I'm insecure in and like that being my like calves or um you know maybe that being my stomach or something but um yeah I ended up buying uh some pants that you recommended literally the same pants you're wearing during the creator day yeah I was (laughs) literally I was like I was so embarrassed because like oh my god I you recommended a brand and I knew that was a brand but I'm like I don't think she had the wide leg ones so I got it and I was like oh you did like you actually did so we do have the same I pants. Say, I hope you're not mad at me.
0: No, I I love that you have them. They look really good on you. Thank a you. A good pair of linen pants will change your life because you can wear them anywhere. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. And you're basically wearing pajama pants that are appropriate to be worn in public. So invest in a good pair of linen pants.
1: Yeah, I agree. They, they, they're very comfortable and... The only thing I will say is I, I'm gonna have to take the pants because they were so expensive. I don't wanna return them, but um I like the length, they're just a little too long. And cause you got a regular in those pants. You really the in working with clothes, you really have to like understand your measurements mm. and understand like every brand like goes different like goes that has different like sizing, which is annoying. So maybe you're like a two in one brand, but then you're like a four in another brand. Um, I know like Target has dresses that like are small and like, but they like fit someone that's like 10 feet tall and like, it like, you really have to figure that out. And so you bought a regular and you're five, nine, five, mm-hmm. eight. Yeah, um, mine kind bought... of
0: like, they just touch the floor if I'm not wearing shoes, but if I'm wearing shoes, they're a little bit off the ground.
1: Yeah. So I bought a regular too, and I'm five, seven, five, six. And so (laughs) they're like super long. So when I'm wearing like my giant docks, they're okay, but they're still a little too long. So I have to get them tailored a little bit. So, but yeah. So I think also not being afraid of like, if you don't like something about your clothes, you can always just take it to the shop and, you know, have, talk to a tailor about it and see how they can make it better for you. I think that's also a cool thing that I feel like not enough people take advantage of. Because tailors do exist, and they can make things fit yeah. you better, especially if there's clothing that like you have, and you're like, I don't like how, you know, I bought this like, and I spent a lot of money. I don't want to return it, but I don't like how it fits me this way. You can also talk to someone that like specializes in that, and maybe help you find a way to have clothes fit you better, or in a way that makes you more comfortable.
0: That's true. I I never really think about the fact that you can alter your clothes once you get it. Like sometimes I get a pair of pants and like. Damn, they're too big around the waist or too long and if I looked hard enough I could get it fixed pretty easily. Yeah. You just like forget that that's an option.
1: Yeah. It's something that like I, I my mom did when I was a kid with my pants cuz I was a chubby kid, so I'd have to buy like like really wide pants and they were way too long for me, so my mom would take them to get tailored. So, it's something that I haven't thought about since I was a child and so I'm like, you know what, with these pants, I'm going to go, I'm going to get them, you know, just a little bit shorter and I'm going to figure out a way to make me, you know, like these clothes more. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of like online shopping, like looking around, trying to find things that, you know, styles that I might like. Um, you and I have very different styles, sort of. I mean, we, we like align somewhere. I feel like there's like a, a middle crown that we both meet, but I think we do have very different styles and how we like dress and i think that's that's so cool that fashion can be can be so different that you know we're we're very close friends but the way that we see ourselves the way we dress can be so different
0: that's another good point i feel like a lot of people will look at somebody else and like what they're wearing and try and wear that for themselves which can work sometimes but you also have to understand that we are all different people like your style I love your style on you, but I don't think I could pull it off. So Mm -hmm. you really have to learn what you can wear on your body and what works for you and your body type. And also don't compare yourself to other people. I feel like if you're really early on in your transition and you start following all of these trans people, and then you see some girls are like constantly wearing dresses and high heels and have all their makeup done and all this, it can be like, little overwhelming. I know I felt like that at the beginning because I'm not a super, I guess I am a feminine person, but I don't really dress like I am. Um, So it it can be a little bit overwhelming to see all of these gorgeous girls wearing dresses and high heels, but you don't have to wear that. Just because they're wearing it doesn't mean you have to. If that's not what you want to do, then don't wear it. And I think you just have to be confident in knowing what you want to put on your body and how to dress yourself to make you feel the most comfortable.
1: Yeah. And there's no such thing either as like girl clothes or boy clothes. I mean, I guess there is, but I mean, I mean, clothes are clothes. If you feel more comfortable in something like, don't feel like in order to be like a woman, you have to wear like dresses and stuff like that because or do all cis women walk around wearing dresses? Like that's not, that's not something I feel like we kind of tend to try and over ourselves to feel confident. But, like, I'm just trying to exist and feel comfortable. And so that, you know, that can exist in any type of clothing that I choose to wear. Um, I also think it's cool because, like, sometimes we shop in very similar brands. Like, I wear, like, certain athleisure stuff. I feel like you, like, love, like, the athleisure look. And I feel like you love your set active. And I think you have some stuff from Aloe. I have, like, this shirt from Aloe. But the way that I dress it is different than the way you would dress your things which I think is that that's also really cool that we can shop from the same place, but the way that we style it can like make it look completely different. So it all comes down to just like, I guess your research and how you really want to like present yourself. I have like idols that I like love, like that you were like, you're like, who do you like, you know, whose style do you like? And I was like, you know, I love this like seventies, you know, era thing going on where I have my like curtain bangs, like sort of melody I can wear like my my tans, my blacks, my like my I feel very like seventies librarian, like that like whole vibe. <laughs> you do and
0: give very like chic, trendy librarian vibes. I like, see and that's
1: and that's see that's that's where I'm trying to go for. And so I like blazers, I've been seeing like a lot of people wearing blazers and I was like, I like really like that. I think that's like a cool look. I don't know if you feel this way too, where you find clothes and you find things you want to wear, but then you're like, realistically, when am I going to wear this? Like, do do you feel that way? I I I do feel
0: like that sometimes because you do, for the most part, want to buy things that you feel like you can reuse and wear on multiple occasions instead of buying like, but I think it's good to have a blazer, for example, one good blazer in your closet just Mm -hmm. to throw on When you can wear it or whatever event works for it. So I do have that thought in my head when I'm buying something like, when am I going to wear this, first of all? And am I going to wear it multiple times?
1: Yeah, I have like a dress that I bought from Free People. I was going to wear it for my graduation. I ended up not wearing it, but it's too pretty for me to get rid of. But then I'm like, I don't, where do I wear this? Because it's also like a white dress. So I couldn't wear it to a wedding. Like, I guess I could wear it. I mean and that yeah I guess I technically could I could just wear it out but at the same time like it is so like it's such like a a look that I feel like I would look weird in the area that I'm in just like wearing it. So and that's another thing it's like finding like the con- like I could if maybe I find more confidence and comfortability that I could like actually wear it like to doing certain stuff but um yeah clothing is hard and it's going it to be is. like and it doesn't get easy. I mean it does but like yeah, it's definitely hard to kind of like try and find who you are. And it's such a valuable, valuable part of someone's identity is how they dress. So it is something that's super difficult to kind of navigate through.
0: I will say that I've been transitioning for seven years, and I feel like I just finally learned what my personal style is within the last year or so. So it's definitely not something that you're going to figure out really soon unless you happen to get lucky or you just figure the right things out sooner rather than later. But yeah, it took me really long time to figure out what actually works for my body and what I'm comfortable wearing. So I think eventually everybody can get there. You just have to shift the focus more so on what you feel comfortable with as opposed to what you think you should be wearing or what's trendy. Because then you can be put in a situation where you're buying clothes that you don't even really feel comfortable wearing out because they're showing parts of your body that you're insecure about.
1: I feel like that's like the ultimate key to adulting. Once you start you stop dressing I feel like so I feel like when you dress with a trend it comes off very young and I feel like we're at the stage in our life where like If I'm seeing like what everyone's wearing, I'm like looking and it's like all the TikTokers are wearing it that are like 16 years old. And so if I'm trying to, if I'm buying this fast fashion style of clothing that you see everywhere and every like, you know, and and every like mall window, um, then like, I just feel like I'm dressing too young at this point too. So Mm. I feel like we're kind of getting to the level of maturity where we're like, okay, I'm a little too old to be wearing these things that are in and out of fashion when I can just like dress to be comfortable and I I am getting to the age where I'm like, I'm understanding and loving myself to the point where like, I'm not really trying to worry about what other people are thinking of me. I just want to look good for myself. And I think that's kind of like ultimately the, hopefully the end goal for people is like dressing for yourself and what makes you comfortable.
0: That's the perfect way to end it. Dress for yourself, not for other people. Do what makes you feel comfortable and don't compare yourselves to others because we all are shaped differently. We all have different bodies, and you just have to figure out what works best for you.
1: Period. Slay. Period. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, yeah, I think that's a good way to sum it up. Um, but obviously, before we go, we cannot end our show without an "Am I the asshole?" No. I feel like this segment is what makes the show a little longer. This but I, I want to be
0: my favorite part. <laughs>
1: To be I love it so much. Yeah, like it's fun to just like, you know, th- read one of these and then just like really try and understand the like who's who's at fault because it sometimes the people writing it are just so unhinged. But I feel like this one is like really dramatic. Not dramatic, but it's like a pretty interesting topic. I think we've sort of touched on in the past, but I thought it was like a really cute story um or one that I feel like is could we could talk about pretty easily. So, yes. So, am I the asshole? (sighs) Am I the asshole? I was asked point blank if I was trans and said no. So, I'm MTF stealth trans So, they're a trans girl and they're stealth. And go about my life more or less without issue. I couldn't tell you the last time I was misgendered. I am trying to date and don't put on my profile that I'm trans for various reasons, but I do always intend to tell someone prior to becoming intimate. That said, I do have that I am an avid LGBTQIA ally on my profile, so people at least know that's a thing. Anyway, long story short, went on a date with someone the other day who point blank asked me about my support for the group, and when I explained I believe in equal rights, he then asked if I was trans. I didn't feel the need to inform him, so I said no. We were talking and getting along, and he invited me to his hotel room to show me some stuff he was working on, completely non-sexual. He actually had a project he was working on for business uh, for a business meeting. I went back, we chatted, it was super chill, nothing sexual, it was all good. He asked me if, again if I was trans though, because I hadn't shaved my legs, which is like, she was like, oh, that's weird. But she said no again. This time, I feel like I was an asshole. It is clearly a problem with him, and I should have just removed myself from the situation. The thing is, I like him, but at the same time was terrified of what could happen if I did disclose the info in his hotel room. Eventually, Eventually, I left, and he walked me to my car, but kissed me before I got in. I feel bad because I didn't tell him, but at the same time, I've gotten bottom surgery and pass, and also feel I shouldn't be required to tell anyone. I did like him and kind of want to tell him now and see how he reacts to see if the option to meet again is still on the table. But I'm also terrified because this guy was 275 pounds and a bodybuilder, so he could have ended me if he's crazy enough. So am I the asshole? Hmm.
0: I have thoughts so much so yes honestly no I don't think so just point blank no because at the end of the day we don't have the obligation to tell anybody that we're trans for me personally I do like in the context of dating if I know I'm going to be talking to these people and potentially this could lead to something else I always disclose that I'm trans just because that's my personal preference. I like to get it out of the way so that I could bypass any awkward situations from happening just because they already know before meeting up with me. But like she said, it was not really anything sexual. So at that point, I don't really think she needed to tell him. I feel like there is a slight possibility that that he might have caught on to the fact that she was which is why he asked her multiple times but yeah I, I don't think she's an asshole like I said she doesn't have an obligation to tell anybody but I think potentially saying that especially considering she did admit that she had some feelings for him or did like him maybe it would have avoided some of the awkwardness if she told him but I don't think she did anything wrong by not Telling him that, especially like Um, if you're in a hotel room with some strange man that's that big, and you tell him that and he has a bad reaction, that's like a safety thing. So, yeah,
1: yeah. At the end of the day, she's a woman, whether regardless if she's a trans woman, she's a woman, and he finds her attractive. That's why they're obviously on the date. So it doesn't matter. Like she's a woman. Like that's it. If someone else has a problem with that. Then they can live in a world where they can be a fucking awful, disgusting person. But like, and I understand we don't live in the best world. We don't live in a world that's super accepting. I personally don't believe anyone should have to disclose anything. Like, if you find someone attractive, then like, then like, you find them attractive and you and you want to be with them. When it gets to a sexual aspect, I can understand why it's important to tell someone you're trans. She says she had bottom surgery, so. I don't, at any point, I don't think she's obligated to to tell him or anything like that. Because in my view, it doesn't matter. She is who she is. And like, that's how it works. But um, I also think that obviously he has a problem. He kept asking her. And if he was asking her, like, so what is the support of the LGBTQ thing? Like, what is this all about? Like, he has an issue with it, it seems. That's how it's coming off. So I, I think her continuing this attraction towards him or like this I don't I don't know obviously the situation, but if he's like being fishy about that, that should immediately be a turnoff. Like if he's asking you questions about this, like if he if to you he's like not being fully supportive of the community, then like I don't know why you would want to be with someone like that. I don't think she's an asshole for lying, but I don't know. I also don't like think that might be the person for her if he's being weird about it. But, you know, maybe he is just curious, and maybe he'll accept her regardless. But I don't think she's obligated to tell him, um, unless maybe it's sexual. But at the same time, she has bottom surgery, and I, I don't, I don't know. I stand with I f- my trans sisters.
0: Yeah, I feel like he is okay with not us analyzing their whole relationship.
1: I no, I love like, it. That's what this is for. Yeah.
0: Like he kissed her at the end, right? So I feel yeah. like he he's like, oh, she might be trans. If she is, that's fine, I guess. Maybe she's not comfortable telling me I'm still going to kiss her. Like I think he still likes her. So it was just like, I get what you're saying. I I don't feel like he needed to know if he likes her and he has that in the back of his mind and it doesn't matter to him, then why would you ask, I guess? But at the same time, she she doesn't have to tell him. And it is mostly a safety thing for me. That's why I don't think she's an asshole. If I'm in a hotel with somebody – a random stranger that is a bodybuilder and traditionally you know people don't have the best management of their anger when somebody comes out to them as trans so it's just a safety thing for me
1: what i do find sus about it though is the fact that she tried to overcome so i think a part of her i mean i don't want to say there's like internal transphobia within that because she purposefully decided not to include it in her profile beforehand, which I don't think is an issue. But what I think, when I when it, it's weird that she put that she's an ally, like so she felt like you know she was like you know she f- tried to find a roundabout way mm. of like having p- people, like she wanted to attract people who were LGBT friendly without telling them they're trans, which I think is fine. But I feel like it was such a roundabout way. Of, like, just say, I just feel like you should just say you're trans because I don't know. At the end of the day, that like obviously leads to safer dating environments and honesty right off the front. Because if I were dating someone and they were like misleading me or there was like a lie within the the beginning stages of dating, then that would be just odd. And I know this is different because it's a safety thing, but at the same time, it's like with even within your profile, like you said you're an ally, but you didn't say you were a part of the community, like that's kind of a lie. Um, I guess you can be both, right? But I I just feel like there's, like, this weird misleading thing right off the jump. And I just feel like if you're already going to say you're an LGBT ally, you might as well just say you're trans. I feel like what's the purpose of hiding it? Um, I don't know. But I also understand that, like, maybe sometimes you just, you want to feel affirmed, you don't want people thinking about that in the back of their head because, you know, there is this preconceived notion of trans people and and, like if someone knows you're trans and there's this like, Oh, well what genitalia does she have? And like it is or as for last, am I the asshole? Does she have any genitalia at all? Cause <laughs> <Yeah>. women don't. <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted on that aspect. Like why was she kind of hiding that? But I also get it. I don't think she's an asshole though. I don't, I don't think that at all.
0: My thoughts are no, she's not an asshole, but could have potentially avoided some of this awkward... Actually, this whole situation could have been avoided if she just would have said that she was trans. But again, she's not obligated to. I just personally think it helps because you don't have to have this awkward conversation. It's always awkward to kind of like get to know someone and start to develop feelings for them and you have this connection. And then you eventually have to tell them because... All things are pointing to you potentially, possibly being intimate and maybe even going into a relationship with each other. And I feel like a partner should know that aspect about you. It's a pretty big thing. So yeah, not an asshole, but maybe you should start putting that in your bio, babes. (laughs) Yeah, not an asshole. But it might help.
1: But a little shady. Yeah. Like, yeah, a little weird, not an asshole. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so I think that's a, that's a good way to end the show. Just, you know, giving some, some feedback on how we feel about that. Cause I think trans dating is like really difficult. I am lucky. I am so lucky that I've been with my partner for seven years. Um, we didn't meet on a dating app. We met through a mutual friend and she was accepting of me being trans right off the bat. And like, I'm just so lucky and I don't have to deal with that. I don't have to be within that world. And I was able to like really understand who I was as a person through my partnership. And I'm I can't imagine what dating is like. So I don't I couldn't even say what I do in that situation because a part of me is like I haven't been in it. So but um I do we are so lucky it's hard. Yeah. Truly. Cause yeah, because you didn't even meet Russell like on a dating app. You no, were I met him on Twitter, yeah. and I like, was only <laughs> like
0: actively dating for maybe a year before I met him. So I really Hadn't experienced being single and dating, which I'm thankful for because, I mean, Alice is, I talk to her every day and I hear the shit that she has to go through and other trans people have to go through. So I am sending my thoughts and prayers out to all of you who have to deal, all of you who are attracted to men and can't help it, unfortunately. I know. I'm so sorry, sweetie, but maybe you'll find, you'll find one someday that's a nice, a nice guy, I hope.
1: Whenever we watch Love Island, I'm like, all these girls' problems could be solved if they just were attracted to one another.
0: (laughs) Don't even get me started on Love Island. We're at the end of this episode. You wanted to go for another two hours.
1: (laughs) I know, right? Just all I want to say is I love that your your call name right now is Justice for Courtney because I I really, I Phoebe should have gone home. You know,
0: you know. Yeah, if you know, you know, Justice for Courtney.
1: Yeah. So. I guess with that being said, we can wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, You have another long episode. So if you finish this episode, they should comment. What should they comment? Um, I'm trying Um, to think of something that's not urination. Um...
0: Comment white love.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. No, BTS army. All right comment bts army maybe that'll like go into the algorithm and we can oh yeah like, get Comment used.
0: bts not white love not everyone okay god what am i thinking no. why am i doing this okay you can't ask me this question anymore you have to, think to deal with this.
1: everyone's gonna comment white love now oh my god i'm like honestly Hitler. yeah gage olivia white love it we'll get on that app one day i know we will yeah.
0: yes All we right, will. but
1: Thank you guys for watching. Uh, Follow us everywhere. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and everything.
0: Yes. And if you have any suggestions as to what you want us to talk about, feel free to leave a comment on YouTube. Since we've been getting so much love on YouTube recently, comment, anything that you want us to talk about or anything that you are just interested in what we did talk about or what your responses are to what, what did you think about the right stuff what did you think about the am i the asshole just anything have a conversation with us yeah
1: and we'll see you guys in the next one oh one more thing rate us five stars everywhere because people are fucking mean so
0: yeah give us five stars it's the only right answer and if you don't do that then that's really rude and you're against the community
1: yeah but don't be transphobic we love you and we'll see you on the next episode
0: Bye. bye